Hi, this is Andrew from the FundingGuru.com website, where we focus on helping entrepreneurs and founders start, grow, and fund their businesses. Now, I record these podcasts while I'm multitasking. What I actually do is find 30 minutes every day where I focus on the questions that people have asked of me and the, the key issues that I've been focused on during the day. And in that time, I take my dog for a walk, I turn off all cell phones, all distractions, and I focus on those questions. So it's quite possible that during the podcast, you'll hear outside noises. In other words, I'm walking outside, it's possible you'll hear cars, buses, uh, tractors, helicopters, fire engines, all sorts of crazy things, because as ever, it's about the content and not about being stuck in a sound booth somewhere with a script just reading from it. This is real stuff from the hip without any form of safety net or script. So come on into the first podcast and uh, join in, listen, and by all means, ask me any questions via andrew at thefundingguru.com after the podcast. So reach out, connect with me, and let's see if there's some way we can help you start, grow, and fund your business. So that's Andrew from thefundingguru.com. Let's go into the podcast. Thanks. Is it true? Is it October already? Holy cow. How are you guys doing? It's Andrew. So I don't know about you, but summer seemed to fly by this year. It literally seemed to last a few weeks rather than a whole season. But here we are again. And I'm noticing when I look outside, it's a little darker when I wake up in the morning. The trees are running through a collage of bronzes and golds. And everything is getting ready to kind of wrap up warm and close down. Now, it's tempting when you see the year getting ready to wrap up like this to think about hunkering down, wrapping up warm in front of a nice, warm, glowing fireplace and preparing for a cold weather snap. Now, that's exactly what entrepreneurs don't do when it starts getting cold. When everyone else is digging in and getting ready to hibernate, the entrepreneur is preparing for spring. Hell, the entrepreneur is selling the wood for the fireplaces, the blankets to the folk shivering in the cold, stamping their feet, and the entrepreneurs are selling candy to folks getting ready to give the kids who will come knocking at their door this Halloween. Now, what about the kids who dress up, knock on your door with their hands out, and expect to get their annual candy bonus? That reminds me of my old corporate job. Maybe that does you too. And if not, let's talk about it. So as you come to the end of the year, if you're still working for someone else, then maybe part of your compensation is through a bonus. And if we're honest, if we do get paid a bonus, there's a time every quarter or half year or every year where we stand hopping from foot to foot with our hands out and hoping the grown-up will put that candy in our sticky little palms. Now, I had one of those corporate jobs for a few years while I learned what it took to scale a real business. Now, there's a big difference between being a startup entrepreneur and an entrepreneur who can grow a company from one to 100 employees. Now, while learning those lessons, I was that little kid who, every six months, waited with my hand out, hoping the bonus would bridge a few financial gaps and let me and my wife book that two-week holiday we'd been planning on. Now, when I think back, one of the things that makes me want to bite through steel is that to get that bonus, I needed to spend two, 
maybe three weeks, putting the case together that validated the fact that I should even get a bonus. Hell, that I should even get paid at all. Now compare that to the day after we locked in our first investor funding for our new company. The only thing that mattered on that day and the next week and for months after was creating a product that delivered value to customers, so much so that those customers were prepared to take out their wallets and give a new company their hard-earned money. When does a company get to the point where each person is such a cog in the wheel that they need to spend 20 or 30 or, God forbid, even more of their time telling their own company, not their customers, why they should A, have a job, and B, why they justify a bonus? After getting funding for my first company, there was literally no time for anything except creating great products that customers wanted to pay for, and then making sure that they paid. Everyone in our small company knew why they knew that money was the oxygen our company needed to survive. No one wasted time telling each other why we deserved our paycheck. I can honestly say that 100% of my time was focused on real stuff that made a real impact on building the business. It was awesome. No politics, no wasted time, and what needed to get done was as obvious as the edge of a razor blade. When there were two choices of things to spend time on, the question was simple. Which activity will make customers happiest so they'll pay us most quickly? Can you imagine it? Now, if you're still an employee who still stands with their hands out like a kid, one or perhaps two days a year, hoping to get a treat instead of a trick from your grown-ups, I'd like you to imagine this. You wake up in the morning, and as you lay in bed thinking about your day, you remember that you're spending the whole day creating real value in your company. You smile, knowing that your ability to pay for that vacation is entirely in your own hands. Your ability to get a pay rise is not dependent on a faceless number cruncher, but is entirely in your own hands. Want a promotion? Want more money? Then run a promotion and get customers to give you more money. This is not a dream, but it's not for everyone. Some people like to be part of a big organisation and think it's safe and predictable. And when they hold their hand out once or twice a year, they'll be able to get their predictable annual bonus or candy. Now, I'm not trying to disturb their sense of safety and reassurance, but I have no idea why people think they're safe if they're part of a big company. How safe were the 20,000 people who worked for Enron, or Anderson Consulting, or those working in the automobile industry, or the steel industry, or... Anyway, maybe you don't work in one of those challenged industries, but the fact is, if you don't own the company, then your future, your livelihood, your pay rises... Your promotions, your vacations, your school fees, your kids' braces, your gym fees, your meals out, your beer, everything is decided by somebody else. When the company changes direction, when your company misses its earnings, when your company gets knocked back, knocked off by competitors, when your face doesn't fit with your new boss, when you get a little older and a little more expensive... Things can change for you and fast. 
Now, the fact is, some people are designed to be part of a 1,000 or 10,000 or 100,000 person company. And that's cool. But please, please don't be an employee who in those companies because you think it's safe. The only true safety is when you are the owner of your own company and you focus on creating real value for your customers and those customers want to buy from you repeatedly. Your boss is your customer. Your customer is your boss and the relationship is clear and uncomplicated and without politics. Create real value, deliver it to those customers, get paid, everything swell. Now, here's what makes me laugh, and with a, with a slight shrug. Some people are designed to be successful entrepreneurs. They know it deep down. They know they're never going to be truly happy unless they're starting, launching, growing, running their own companies. Now, maybe they even have that winning idea waiting to go. But they don't go, and they put it off. They get that corporate job and tell themselves they can't risk being their own boss. Now tell me that safe company they're a part of has never reduced its workforce. That there wasn't a day when they needed to list the employees on a page and draw a line through 15 or 20 or 30% of the employees. And then everyone below that line tell them that today was their last day. Now most companies in one form or another have gone through that exercise. And for those above the line... They breathe a sigh of relief that this this wasn't them. And like most painful experiences, they bury it in their subconscious like a gazelle happy that today they weren't the ones eaten by the lions. Now, some people are okay living like that, and that's cool. But please don't tell yourself the biggest lie of all, that you're safe in your job. The only partial safety you can get is when you have your own company and you call the shots. So does that mean that everyone is in a job should quit tomorrow? No. There are leaders and there are people that are happier to be led. Sounds harsh, but it's true. Now, there are people giving out the candy at Halloween and there are people who will stay hopping from foot to foot with their hands out. Now, starting a company doesn't need to be black and white. You can move your winning idea forward while you work at a job. It might mean horror of horrors, no television for a few months, but you can get a company ready to launch. You can prove the concept while working a day job. In other words, you don't have to risk everything to see if your new business idea is a winner. And when you've proven it's a winner, get a few angel investors to cover the launch and a few salaries, and you could be doing what you were designed, born, and and just what you were created to do, your own company. I really mean that. Some people are designed to start, launch, and grow companies. Now, here are a few indicators if if that could be you. If you're curious, if you like new ideas, maybe if you're restless, not comfortable, stuck doing the same thing over and over again, if you find it tough to keep your head down, these are a few good signs that maybe your true calling is moving your own idea product or company forward. Now in two weeks time, you're going to get some small kids knocking on your door asking for a treat. Please remember this post. Please remember this podcast. Now I'm going to be adding a few more posts with some pointers on how to get some proof for your ideas over the next week. Uh, I'd like you to subscribe. I'd like you to pop back 
and I'd like you to sign up so you can get notifications of when those updates have been posted. So love to get your feedback, love to get your posts, and please forward this to somebody that might benefit. All right. Come check us out on Twitter at The Funding Guru, T-H-E-F-U-N-D-I-N-G-G-U-R-U, or come to Facebook for at The Funding Guru, or come to thefundingguru.com and reach out. All right. Look forward to it. Hope this was useful to you. Love your thoughts, even if you hate it. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for coming along to our podcast. And remember, you can come by the fundingguru.com website forward slash events to find out what events we have focused on starting, growing and funding your business. And as always, reach out to me at andrew at the if you want to connect directly, if you have any questions or need any help. Many thanks. Bye.